0: I'm a fun guy. Uh, Obviously, I love the game of basketball. Um, I mean, it's just more questions you have to ask me um, in order for me to tell you about myself. I just can't give you a whole spiel. I don't even know where you're sitting at. (laughs) Welcome back, ladies and gents. Here we are. We're here um, restarting after an entire year <laughs> shame i didn't realize how long it was it, it there was a lot that happened um so we're excited to be back i'm here alongside with hayden lowe who is going to be the new co-host and the official co-host and the only co-host <laughs> um so that's gonna be really exciting We, I think Hayden fits the mold really perfectly, not that I had to interview or anything, we're roommates and so this is just what we do, but um, he fits the mold really nicely and today for the most part of our episode, uh, we'll get into it in just a sec, but for the most part of the episode, we're going to be going over Hayden's... He he's in a unique situation. For those of you watching on the camera, you can probably see that he wheels. If you can give us a little spin. maybe get a little three sixty for us, please. Oh, you want me to? Oh, do the on the. Oh, oh, the oh. Oh, 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 kick the shoes off. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're, I'm still trying to come up with a with a nickname for this. Actually,
1: I said holy roller.
0: Holy roller. <laughs> he
1: didn't like it. High
0: roller is pretty good. High roller. you uh, kind of low to the ground, actually. Low rider. Low rider. Ooh, okay. No. Hayden, low rider. There we go. Because you're Hayden low, and it's a rider. Okay. Actually. That's a stretch. We'll do a poll. Anywho. Okay. We'll do a poll. Toss on the Instagram. So if you guys see that, just do that. Um, also, quick little thing. <laughs> I have, a, uh, I have a, an Instagram for the podcast. Um, it's the underscore, LMGO underscore podcast. Um, and... I don't know why. There's only a few followers on there. But then on my personal Instagram, there's a whole lot more. So kind of strange. Just change your personal to be that. Well, I'm about to. But like, I just think these bums that follow me would hop onto the Instagram and be like, supporting you, boy. So if you're listening to this now, you heard it here first, ladies and gents. Shape up. Be better. Um, In the time off, we've done a lot. So first, what I want to talk about is how me and Hayden came to be. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. It ain't like that, not at all. But um, how me and Ka- how me and Hayden became really good friends? Uh, I think when did we when did we start <laughs> hanging out?
1: I think we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. But I honestly don't even remember. Wait, <laughs> wait. You came over for was it pancakes? Like one morning? Yes, I did come over. For we pancakes. had this big group activity. Just that church. It had to have been
0: because I remember in the podcast a couple episodes back, I mentioned that I had broken up with my last woman. <laughs> and the that last was the, one or one, the last last one well the last last one we don't need to talk about it. great <laughs> <laughs> oh great we'll get into that another day um but uh it was homegirl who i had been dating when i went to the pancake thing right and so it was after that but i'd already been doing the podcast by then yeah so i met you
1: like right after you stopped doing
0: it yeah it's probably right as the podcast paused is when we became really good friends yeah dope okay so that would have been what
1: like literally a April. year
0: ago. Yeah, like literally about a year ago.
1: Okay. More than a year almost now.
0: east bro, that's...
1: What have I done with my life?
0: Just kidding. <laughs> done lots of things. Not the podcast. Got a job. Just haven't, haven't done the podcast. You bum. <laughs> um, but it is true. So me and Hayden became really good friends, uh, just kind of out of nowhere. Um, we attend churching activities together. For those of you who go to church, that's what we do as well. Um, and so we... I don't know. It was just easy to... Come close, Hayden was cool. Um, that's that's it. I don't know. I don't know. You have anything else to add to that? That's just how it just how it was. Yeah, just kind of developed from there. The stars aligned, destiny was calling. It's beautiful, sure, very beautiful. Yeah. Um. So then, anywho, we became friends, and uh, I remember a long time ago, months and months ago, was like everybody in their freaking dog. Monson, where's the podcast at? <laughs> what's going on? And it was getting—it was just embarrassing because on my end, I'll get into it into another episode. Um, but on my end, there was a lot of stuff going on uh, within personal life, obviously. But I had a lot of very serious situations with my stepmother. She actually passed away, um, and I'm not going to get into it right now. But we'll get into a different time. And so there was a lot of stuff going on, and then as well, what most people what's that I was just going to say
1: school as well.
0: Oh, yeah, at the time I was in school. Oh, And what most people don't know is during the last podcast, like during the last stint of podcasts, I was just the brokest. Like I was broke. (laughs) Like it was so bad Um, to the point where I had gotten like 100 granola bars from Dinez. I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, I had like 100 granola bars in the little cooler. Um, from my like my buddy Dinez, his auntie, bless her heart, what an amazing soul. Most of my food would probably come from her house. But I had like 100 granola bars, and if I was at home, I would eat those granola bars only. I didn't have like the spare change to do anything else because I wanted to go on dates at the time with this girl I was dating. So I would either eat granola bars at home, which by the way, after you eat 10 granola bars, you feel like Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> nature valley is not healthy no shocker to y'all um but then i would do that and then go to the girl's house and her family was kind enough they would feed me all the time <laughs> like she would so always sweet. feed me i know what sweetie um or you know on the occasion hayden made me something just kidding not necessarily i don't know have you ever no nah, no nah, screw it um <laughs> but uh so that's what was going on and so school was happening that was going on and it, it you know scheduling with me. And you guys remember Avery, my main man who was helping me out the last time, uh, he got a better job. And so there was just a lot of scheduling stuff just wasn't going to go well. And uh, I didn't have funds to like all the stuff that we used to use was Avery's. And so when it came down to, I need stuff, to film, (laughs) I didn't want to start off. Like, I know you can start off cheaper than what I, what I wanted, but because I'd already started off with all this nice equipment I didn't want the podcast to take like shafts in like the quality of it. And so I wanted it to sound nice. So here we are again, and thank the heavens, the man behind the camera, we have another guy named Levi. Levi, give us a hoot. Ooh. Woo! My boy. Good old Levi. Levi is literally the goat. And uh, thankfully he knows how to do this stuff. <laughs> I mean, today. Oh my gosh, it, it was, it was awesome. ridiculous.
1: Yeah, we showed up today, had no idea how to set anything up. So embarrassing. So like all this nice equipment, we're like, so do we like turn the button on? Like how do we turn this thing on? We should put batteries in it. Oh wait, we need like something to record it with. Yeah. Yeah. It's so bad.
0: So you can, you can buy all the stuff you want, but if you don't know how to use it, um, it's really embarrassing. Um, In fact, maybe that's what we'll do. Aside
1: from all this, that's what we'll do with the positive moment of the day. Just keep going. (laughs) Unless you're like Monson and it's, Spend as much money as you can to motivate yourself to actually start something again. That is true. That (laughs) is true. In fact, that is 100% true because
0: when I was getting back into the gym, I got (laughs) got lazy over the winter. I started eating a bunch because I wanted to bulk up, you know, get really yacked. But uh, once you start eating so much and then you go on a run, (laughs) it's really hard. (laughs) And so I got myself the nicest exercise shoes because I knew that if I was going to spend money on something, then it would motivate me to exercise and so now because i have these nice shoes i have to exercise otherwise it's like i just wasted you know and you do a whole yeah exactly waste a whole shit i don't know if you're motivated to do it or if someone else motivates you to do it but Uh, you know you know there's a there's other hypes but i do i do thank you thanks for acknowledging that thank you you i do exercise and just so y'all know hayden does as well he pushes
1: himself in the wheelchair and it's rather difficult um went eight miles the other day Horrible idea. I don't recommend it to anyone <laughs> in a wheelchair. Ever. Don't. Please. In fact. <laughs> anyway, it was so bad. He went eight miles, and then I'm at work,
0: <laughs> and I work like what, 25, 20 minutes away from my our place, and uh, I got a phone call. <laughs> hey, Hayden needs a ride home. He's stuck. <laughs> like, I literally can't push myself any farther. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you can see, Hayden really pushed himself. Um that's what we do. That's what we do as champions. Push ourselves. Just like the Frosted Flakes. I, I push tiger to myself.
1: Top. You just... You walk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I hate you. <laughs> it's true. I walk myself, and Hayden pushes himself. <laughs> um. By the way, anybody local, if you ever want to ride somewhere, Hayden will pull you on the back of his thing. He yeah. has this... Uh. I'm jumping into things a little awkward, so I apologize. But he has this thing, it's called a Baytech. Yeah. Tell us what it is, please, because it's so cool.
1: It's exactly what it sounds like. It's just super cool.
0: No, not.
1: No, it's it's actually behind the camera, you can't see it, but it's this bike attachment that I click into the front of my chair. It goes like 15, 20 miles an hour. Dope. So I'll pull my friends up the canyon just for little rides. They'll hold onto the back of my chair and we go like 15, 20 miles an hour pulled three people at once before it's kind of fun yeah it's freaking sick
0: yeah yeah c- probably the coolest attachment thing i've ever seen um turns him from two wheels into three wheels and into a uh, motorbike so it's pretty sick um if you check out once again the instagram you'll see it on there because we took pictures with true it. very yeah. true um another thing i wanted to mention is that within the first five episodes of the podcast we actually did some really awesome things which i had no idea about Um, we so I part of my life and goals is I want to be a public speaker, um, just be able to help other people out via speaking. That's kind of why I do this whole podcast thing, but I as well want to do it to like you know, ninos and kiddos and all the peeps and just everybody and their dog. I want to do that, yeah. And so I contacted this dude, um, really awesome guy named Sean Douglas. He's been on like Ted before um, he's been in the army, super cool guy. I literally just looked up public speakers near me cause I had no idea how to do it. Um, th- that's the thing I, Elon Musk, I read something from him the other day on like LinkedIn and he said, you can pretty much learn any skill if you just take enough time to watch YouTube videos. It's <laughs> <That's so laughs> like, it's a hundred percent true. So people out there making, making, uh, excuses and such. Hey, Cut it, man. Watch some YouTube videos, you'll figure it out. So, this wasn't YouTube, but I just Googled public speakers near me. His name came up, Sean Douglas. I saw he'd been on TED. I saw he'd done some really cool stuff. So, I said, okay, that's super sick. Um, Oh, we're about to get kicked out of our room. Um, (laughs) So, we'll cut that out later, right? Maybe. I don't know. Um, Yeah, we're using this room right now, and they're getting ready to close down this building. So, I'm just going to toss that in there. But, we're just going to carry on anyway. Um, Levi, you by chance want to talk to him, if you could just let him know. We're just going to be a little longer.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know, 20 minutes.
0: Mm, we'll do what we can. We'll do what <laughs> we can. Just, just yeah, say something like that. It'll probably be three more yeah, hours. Yeah. Monson's
1: the kind of guy that'll literally come into my room at like 11, 12 when I'm about to go to bed and he just won't shut up for like an <laughs> hour. He'll just tell me all his sorrows and woes
0: that he's been through. My sorrows and woes. Listen. That's a life lesson, Kay. You need someone to vent to, you know? Why do I have to be the one? What do you mean? Like, I don't wipe you, sorry. That's sorry. Funny. Um, <laughs> Just kidding. But uh, so, anywho, sorry, got a little distracted there. Thanks, Levi. Um, we good? Oh, they have the room.
1: Oh.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh this, is not, this is now bad. This is now really bad. This is now really, really
1: bad. Maybe we just do an audio recording. Yeah. Ah, fetch.
0: Okay, we better because... Alright, fine, we'll pause it, we'll pause it. Everybody, we're pausing, we're pausing. God dang it.
1: Two hours later.
0: Okay, everybody, so as you can see, we're definitely in a different room. Um, We got kicked out of the last room. We currently are yet to make millions off of this, but that's like, what, two months away? Don't even worry about it. Um, but for the time being, <laughs> we were renting this room, and uh, somebody had it rented after us, and so we did get kicked out. And here we are in a classroom that Hayden had attended in college. <laughs> so that's kind of fun. But doesn't matter. We make adjustments. We do what we can. Where were we? We were at Sean Douglas. Yes, I contact Sean Douglas. He is public speaker, and I couldn't find his email anywhere. And so what I did was... <laughs> I just went through like the whole process of hiring a speaker. Like if you're going to do like an event or something like that. So I hire or I go through that entire thing, answer questions. It's like, how big is your event? And I just lied and (laughs) did all these things. (laughs) So I'm filling out this whole thing. And eventually at the end, it had notes and his email. And it was like, this will go to his email. So I said, okay, sick. And then I just confessed my sins to him and was like, hey, I'm so sorry if this wastes your time um, or if this is annoying. I just... I really want to be a public speaker and I don't really know where to start, and and I'm hoping that I can get some advice. Dude's super sick. Gives me, I I literally get an email the next morning at like 6 a.m. I was awake at the time. I don't remember why I was awake at 6 a.m., I must have been exercising or something. Anywho. But I was awake. He sends me an email. I was like, oh, no way. And had totally all this info. We talked over email for a while. And then eventually he gave me a phone call. And we talked for like an hour on the phone. And he was just giving me tons of advice. Super, super cool. Um, And one of the things that he does, he owns a company called Success Factors, where they help people monetize um, just their starting businesses. It's like, for example, a podcast. Um, And uh, he heard that I had a podcast. So he asked me about it. And said oh it's called life must go on and he was like do you know your world ranking I was like oh my brother <laughs> at that point it had been what like eight months since the last time I did the episode so I was like ah, I actually have no idea what it would even be um I didn't even know there was a website that did this but he's like let me look it up looks it up and he's like oh dude he's like you're pod- you only have five episodes I was like yeah he said dude you're in the top like 10% of podcasts and I was like oh she is Well, at first I said, is that good? (laughs) I was like, is that good? I had no idea. I was like, "Uh, is that good? most people fall in that category? And he's like, well, there's like 2.8 million podcasts in the world. so Wait, seriously? Yeah. So out of 2.8 million, LMGO in only five episodes is in the top 10%, which is really sick. Not bad. Freaking dope. I mean, maybe that means nobody else's gets listened to at all and ours just really isn't that great. Or it means we're sick. I don't know. But that's just the start anyway. We're going to get better than that. So, although there was a gap for a long time, we did accomplish some really cool things in the beginning. And then this second half, with Hayden alongside my partner in crime here, Robin. I'm like Batman. You're did like, that hurt? Why'd you do that? <laughs> he didn't feel it. Anywho, um, so with Hayden by my side, um, with Levi helping us out, this is gonna take off and be way bigger than that. And so we got goals, gonna make it to top 5%. After we make it to top 5, top 3, top 2. We're going to get up there. And eventually, Joe Rogan, catch me on the freaking podcast. There you go. Yeah, we'll get on the Joe Rogan experience. No, he's going to be on our experience. Ooh, that would be lit. Could you That imagine? would be lit. Could I imagine? I don't need to imagine it. I can see it. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anywho, so that's what's been going on. Um, we'll, we'll we'll jump ship from there, um, and, and, and we'll get a little bit more into Hayden right now, so that way you guys can get an understanding of him, his background. Um, and so I'll actually pass it over to Hayden. If you could explain at least a little bit where you're from, that kind of lame stuff, and then we'll get into it. Boring stuff. Yes. (laughs) The nitty-gritty.
1: Let's see. So I grew up, as you know, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Eh? Shut up. (laughs) Yes, I have a very slight accent with a few words. Yeah, you'll hear Not a lot.
0: Hey, what's that over there?
1: That's a backpack. No. A (laughs) backpack? What's another word for that? A shoulder what? A satchel? A shoulder. Let's not worry about it. <laughs> a plastic. What? Bag. He says bag. Shut up. <laughs> like man. he's begging. Yeah, anyway. anyways. <laughs> yeah, from Canada, Calgary, Alberta. Played some hockey growing up. Did a little bit of rugby. Huge skier. Love skiing. I didn't know you did rugby. Yeah, I did rugby for, for a year. Really? Tore my ACL. Long story short, never played again.
0: Your legs clearly
1: were... <laughs> <laughs> I do not need my legs in the slightest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we... The Lord made did it, it clear from the beginning. <laughs> He's like you did way too much walking growing up. Let's <laughs> let's slow you down a little bit. Sorry, continue. Um, so, yeah, I kind of did all that stuff. I, what else do you want? I, what do you want to know? You're God? you're a dual citizen. I'm a dual citizen. This is correct. So you were born in America. Yes. Okay. In the, Unfortunately, no, I'm just kidding. Sta-
0: I guess technically America in the United States of America. Yep. Where were you born? Here in Utah.
1: Yeah, I was born in Utah. Classic. My parents, after they graduated, I guess they didn't plan it exactly how they wanted because I only lived here for like two weeks, and then they headed back to Canada. My dad went to law school (laughs) in Victoria, and that's where my sister was born. Then we moved to Calgary, and that's honestly where I say I'm from because I lived there literally for, what, 15 years? Yeah. Like that's where I did all my schooling. Kindergarten, elementary, whatever. Wild. Um, is your are your parents Canadian? Yeah, they're both Canadian. Okay, but they just went to school here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was about to say, I was like, did they just randomly move to Canada? They came down here just to get me a, a citizenship. Apparently. Oh really? No. Oh. <laughs> <I was laughs> no. Like, <laughs> not, fine, not at all. <laughs>
0: no. I'm like, don't tell the IRS; they'll come after us. It's IRS. Good. That's not how would do that. They already take my money anyway. Speaking so. of, I had to. Huh, I'll get my taxes And don't even worry about it oh. You not done that yet? Oh. I had to get an extension But we'll talk about it okay. later Anywho yeah. Okay yeah. sick I didn't know you played rugby So that's really cool Yeah, I knew about hockey and stuff That's a given Because you know how Canadians are Right I'm just kidding. Maybe that's a stereotype. Maybe
1: I shouldn't do it. No, we all play hockey at like the age <laughs> of five. It's just really seriously what everyone does. So yeah. like out
0: here, how everybody plays like little league baseball or little league soccer. You guys are playing little league hockey.
1: Hockey and then soccer. Oh yeah, really? those are kind of the two.
0: Dang, that's wild. Yeah, that's so cool. That's I. That's cool. Yeah, hockey's not here, especially. It's a rare thing. Yeah. Um, I go guess f- you have to be in the group. Of go people. Flames. Go Flames. <laughs> hey, that's go my Flames. Team. Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah.
1: That- Hopefully they'll win. We'll see.
0: Yeah, Hayden turns off the NBA playoffs, so uh, that we can watch hockey, which is fun. Um, yeah, no, I'm just kidding. It's a good time. I enjoy it. It's okay. You head off to Squaw Peak <laughs> with your mother. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Mama, love. We love you. We appreciate you. <laughs> um, okay. Cool. So once again, as we know, Hayden is in a wheelchair. And so just from your own perspective, I'll ask you a lot of questions along the way, but I'd like to hear, and they would like to hear, um,
1: what happened, when it happened, so on and so forth. Yeah, Yeah. so let's rewind like a couple years. So Mm -hmm. January 26th of 2019, that's when it all happened. I was skiing with my buddies up at Park City. Good time. So we had two amateur snowboarders. My boys Spencer and and Mike they're way better now than I was with my other buddy Trevor so we Trevor and I were skiing we split off we've been skiing like it was our seventh time out of the season so very comfortable with the snow and everything it was a good year good snow Um, anywho we went let me let me rephrase this first and foremost we obviously like, we pray. So we pray that everything would be okay, hmm. that nothing would happen to us. Obviously, that's that's just kind of what we do, Yeah. just to make sure that nothing, nothing bad will happen. Yeah, skiing, and so, a lot of
0: things happen. Obviously. Yeah, that,
1: that was hard, right? Yeah. So we're going down. I'm bombing it down this run. I black out. I honestly don't even remember getting on the chairlift to go. Huh. That's probably the first time you're hearing this full story. Hey, Levi. Yeah, hey, Levi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So essentially what happened is like what I know from it is what Trevor has kind of retold to me. Yeah. So he says I was about a hundred yards in front of him, absolutely bombing it down this, this black run. Class. Super steep, yep. but it wasn't in the trees, which is the weird thing, Oh really? which naturally means I was hugging it close to the tree line, kind of weaving in and out of trees where more of the powder is. Cause that's it's fun. More exciting. Yeah. It's way more exciting. Yeah. yeah. And so bombing it down he kind of was just cutting going back and forth he looks up and he sees this explosion of snow
0: Hmm.
1: and so he like skied down to me obviously caught up he's like that did not look good Um, and yeah he found me wrapped around the tree yeah Um, on top of that there was a doctor that had heard it so that's how bad it was he heard the collision happened, Yo. Yep. Yo. which you're skiing, you've got the helmet on, you can't really hear anything. Yeah. Like,
0: Yeah, once you're going, you're
1: going. And so, yeah, he was just some kind of random medic doctor that was just skiing wow. for fun, not a ski patrol guy at all. And he kicks off his skis once he hears it and runs up to me calling ski patrol because uh-huh. he knows that 911's not getting there anytime soon. Not chance and it was also underneath the chairlift the run was called heavy metal if you guys know the hill at all yeah Uh so from there they brought the stretcher up to me ski patrol came um they asked me a ton of questions again i remember none of this really yeah like wow all gone from my memory but i remember like throwing up blood I remember being freezing cold as they were lifting me onto the helicopter to take me down to the University of Utah Hospital, yeah. and that's about it. Like, that's literally my initial things. Like, the first thing I remember, like, coming to was, and it's, this, it's I know it's so cliche, <laughs> but literally, I'm, like, looking up, and I just see, like, the white lights with three heads like looking over me. <laughs> and there it is trevor spencer oh, Mike, i was about to say i was like just, you saw the light just it looking was looking over the man
0: above the sun and the holy ghost <laughs> just <laughs> waiting for you <laughs> no no
1: that would have been kind of fun though no it was just them and i remember spencer's grandma came in as well and she's like hey your parents are on your way Um. They're driving down because, believe it or not, it's faster to drive from Calgary than to get a flight, especially at the time that they got the news. Yeah. Because so there's only yeah. one flight from Calgary to Salt Lake Oh, really? So you kind of have to plan it out. Yeah, and I believe it leaves at, like, 2 or 3 p.m. So they would have had to have left as soon as they got the call, really? which just didn't happen. Huh. So they drove down, and they got there either late that night. I'm sure they broke a lot of laws to get down here <laughs> faster than they should have. But yeah, that's kind of the first things. Yeah. Um following up from that, um the next thing that I remember, it was more just like I it basically I was in something and then blacked out and then remember yeah. a little piece, then black out. And then remember a out. piece then black out. So I remember Janet Miller coming in, Spencer's grandma coming in. Kind of, she gave me a hug. She's like, "This from your mom. She's on her way." I'm like, "Okay."
0: (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Like, yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah. It was weird. And then blacked out again. Next thing I remember is being inside the MRI machine, just in sheer agony. Like it was just so painful because that would have been before any surgeries. I'm not hooked up to anything probably. It's so any
0: movement so, is just
1: yeah, broken like, bones. Yeah, it, it's oh, awful. Gosh. Maybe we'll put a picture up somewhere of, of what my shattered back looks like. I've got yeah. some x-rays. But yeah. it's bad. It was super bad. And believe it or not, I had you got like these headphones to play while you're in the MRI machine. And they're like, what music do you want? So me, I'm just sitting there, I'm like, what music do I want? I'm like, what do I like? <laughs> Like, worst question they could have asked. And they should have just put on, like, white noise or something just to block it out. Because I told them Weezer. Weezer. (laughs) which is like It's a little harder rock, like, some of it. Uh It's like, as I was going through it, like, probably 30, 45 minutes in, I was like, I I can't do this anymore. I was like, beep the button. They're like, what? I'm like, can you please just, like, turn the music off? Like, (laughs) I can't do this anymore. And then, like, every five or ten minutes, I'd beep again. I'm like... We yeah. done yet? Like a little child. Like, how about now? Are we done? I'm just like I'm in so much pain. Yeah. Blackout again. Next thing I remember is I'm in the ICU now. Uh uh-huh. This must intensive month. care unit for yeah.
0: you uncultured folk.
1: Shut up. So, <laughs> you're so, you're so mean guys. I'm sorry. So <laughs> Good day. Good day. And so I remember. So they give you. I'm like attached to this. Christmas tree of IVs and things like this metal thing. It's got all these different hooks and things with tubes coming into me. Mm. I'm intubated because I couldn't (laughs) breathe. I had a collapsed lung as well. And so they were trying to help me breathe because I couldn't do that. Mm. And like just the pain that I was in that I didn't know I was in was like very much there but I still wasn't very coherent at the time. And so I had this button and this button, what it would do is I could press it and it would, it would let more morphine go into me. <laughs> but the problem is I have such a fear of needles guys that I, I, ha- I just hate, them. I can't do it. I can't do them. I've never passed out, but I've been close. <laughs> That's funny. My brother I, sees I blood, he him, passes but out, but fun. no, I, I, if I literally have to look away, even if it's just like a little shot. Like when I got the COVID shot, right? I'm just like, like I'm like, just do it. Hurry up, Troy, get it over with. (laughs) Yeah, Troy, Troy did it. Oh (laughs) really? Yeah, he did it. Troy's our other roommate. That's That's sick. sick. Yeah. So, um, where was I? Oh yeah, this morphine button. My parents, so no one's allowed to press it for me. That's kind of the rule. It has to be kind of the thing. And so I thought that when I pressed it in my incoherent state, that they would inject a needle. That was like calling a nurse to inject some kind of painkiller in, in my body. You Little did I know, I had the IV, and that literally all I had to do is press the button, and it would just go. And ahead. it would just go, and I'd have no idea.
0: So now you've got the fear of somebody coming to. Right. So I
1: I would not push the button. It didn't matter how much pain I was in. I wouldn't push push the button.
0: <laughs> Freaking dangerous. Anyways, long
1: story short. We got enough consent or my parents got consent to basically put their hand on top of my hand and like press the button for me, but it was my, my finger still. Yeah, yeah. And so wow. that's, that's how that happened. <laughs> anyway, so those are like the first, I'd say 24 hours. Wow. I remember. Okay. Oh, then. No,
0: continue, please. Yeah, yeah this sorry. Is great. This is great. These are details I've never heard. So, so
1: awesome. and I didn't know this. All I rem- I told my mom once she got there and this was either... That same day or the following night, again, I have no idea, right? Like, right? I'm just very loopy. But a bunch of kids from my apartment complex and ward at church and stuff came up, friends, family, they actually all came up to the ICU and they bombarded this waiting room. Really? This is before COVID, so it was kosher. Was like Charlie and them? Charlie, like honestly, there were probably a, a hundred kids in there. Yeah. Just all coming to see me. Wow. And I told my mom, like, hey, take pictures of everyone that's here. That's, like, the one thing I remember. And, and so she did. And I'm so thankful that she did because I remember none of it, right?
0: Yeah.
1: All I remember, I couldn't even open my eyes. Like, the lights were very dimmed. And I wouldn't even open my eyes because it was just, like, it was just the worst thing ever. So all I would do is I'd put my hand out. And whoever would come, like, I'd kind of look. But I really couldn't tell. So they'd say their name, and I would just squeeze their hand. Yeah. And that was kind of me giving them a hug. Yeah. Because I've got like a neck brace on, intubated, this massive chest brace on. Because I guess I broke my sternum, collarbone, a couple ribs on the right side, collarbone on the right side, fractured my scapula on the right side in three spots. Oh, my word. And then I had multiple three-column fractures throughout my spine. I completely severed my spinal cord at the T4 level, so kind of nipple line. Yeah. So I can't feel or move anything from the chest down. So that's like a little higher. So no abs, no quads, nothing. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah, all those people came in to see me, which was, which was just remarkable. They said that it was just, there's this really tender spirit that was just there in that waiting room while they were kind of getting permission to come see me. Cause only, they're only allowed like two, three people at a time to come see you. So Yeah. yeah, it was. Very nice to know how loved I was in that moment. So I he definitely, you barely, yeah. yeah, Wow. So I must have made some impact even before I had my impact on that tree. Yeah. Yeah. That
0: was a nice play on words.
1: Thanks. Oh, <laughs> also broke my nose. I just keep remembering oh, things really? I broke. Oh yeah. That's M where you got the from. Collapsed my lung. Oh, and did I say sternum? I don't remember. Yeah. There's a lot of, <laughs> just a lot of you things. You were all broken. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. You were. Probably already... concussed, very concussed. I don't know if I'm still, uh, maybe more, a little bit. More bones than I've broken.
0: In my whole... I've never broken
1: a bone. Well, so say... Boom. That was me, actually. Knock on the wall. The wood. only bones I'd broken before that was, like, my cousin's leg and my sister's pinky.
0: Oh, so you're just killing... Hurting other people. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I broke bones. Right? It's true. I, I did break, break a boy's nose one time with my head. There you go. So you, so you broke a bone. But we weren't,
1: we weren't fighting. Yeah, I was just throwing I'm a football at my fest. sister. She no, couldn't catch it and broke her pinky.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's wild. Anyways. Um. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know any of that. Any of that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: so, okay, take me through, how long did it take from there until like you were completely coherent? Like things were like, I remember all this. I'm here now.
1: Was it like a week or a
0: couple of days? Or?
1: Man, that's a good question. Um, hmm. I want to say like a week, Yeah. maybe a little longer. Like, like I, I yeah, yeah, up until then it was just bits and pieces of like coming to and blacking out again, so wow. But after a while like because I was in the ICU for like 10 days I believe mm. and then they took me to inpatient rehab and that's where I spent Quite some time then I spent a little bit of time at a skilled nursing facility for insurance reasons just for my broken bones to heal to go back to inpatient rehab at the U to to get To get better than I was there for another six to eight weeks. So I was in the hospital from January twenty sixth until like the middle of April, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: Wow. Wait, January February March. So you're there for like four months. Yeah. Three months. Wow. Long time. That's a long time. That was how I had to count that on my fingers. Yeah. Way
1: too much time.
0: (laughs) Um, Wow. That is a really long time. Yeah. And in there, you're just doing physical therapy exercises. They're like, what it like? Do they have to, like, hold you up, strap you up to things? Let's see. you lift your arms at all? Or, like, I don't know how much strength you had at that point.
1: I had no strength. Like, yeah. Yeah. if I show you pictures of, like, my arms before and after. Like, for example, yeah, now, look, this shirt I shouldn't even be wearing. It's way too, it's way too tight. It, <laughs> this shirt's way too tight. I don't know why I'm wearing it. But before, I literally, like, this wouldn't, like, this would just kind of drape on me, kind of like this. Yeah. Right. Wow Like it well, was no, I remember
0: I've, You've sent me one picture You look like some other kind of string bean
1: Shut up <laughs> But If I go Here I'll show you And anything I show Monson on On here I'm sure he'll put up Somewhere Do what we can Potentially But You can kind of see here Like if I'm just scrolling through these Like they're just tiny Yeah like, just a little guy. Like you can literally see there's like nothing yeah, there. Yeah, dude. You're just a little <laughs> so, boy. So small. Ridiculous. <laughs> That's wild. And a lot skinnier because I, I wouldn't eat. I just, I wouldn't throw anything up. Yeah. Because I haven't thrown up since I was 14. Fun fact. Good boy. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but I just couldn't. I just felt sick. Like just smells would just turn yeah, me did. off. I couldn't do it. Yeah. So wow.
0: That's so crazy. Yeah. Um any other details before I jump into some other questions? There's more stick arms. There's more string beans. Yeah. I I don't I don't know what other questions you got. Oh I got all the questions for days. Yeah. Let's see what time it is. What time? It's six sixteen. When do we start, Levi? It's right around six, I think. Okay, no, you're fine. <laughs> you're totally fine. Um, okay, I'll jump into a couple questions. Yeah. I, I kind of want to take it to, so so at the beginning of the episode, I was saying that um, Hayden kind of fits the mold of what Life Must Go On is, and pretty much, I mean, because of unfortunate events in his life, but then the person who he is now, and so to start off before I ask all these questions, right before the episode, he was sharing with me, a statistic of people that progress forward in
1: his circumstance. It was like 95% of. Yeah. So so I was talking to this one guy, he, he works for social security Mm. and he told me that the statistic currently is that 99.5% of people in wheelchairs or that end up with some kind of spinal cord injury. And that could be obviously a lot worse. They could be intubated right in the neck. Yeah. Or it could be they're only paralyzed from the waist down, whatever the situation may be. Right. That the only 0.5% of people move on from Social Security income uh-huh. or any kind of benefits in that way and actually pursue life and like get a job. Wow. The rest of them just, just like, well, my life's effed, I'm not going to do anything else now. Wow. So, And so you're literally, in, Hayden's literally in the
0: 0.5% of everybody in his condition that has a job that pursues things elsewhere. Probably the only one who's on a podcast that's lit. <laughs> um, I don't know. There's another one I know. And, and yeah, you know, yeah, you know yeah. Well, he's probably a cool guy, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, he's cool. He's cool. But um, that's wild. Only 0.5%. That's insane. 99.5%. That's insane. Um, and so with with that, you the one thing that makes your situation really unique is that there are some people, and obviously speak about this with, All forms of, what's the word I'm looking for, to be kind to everybody. Like, just everybody's situation's a little different, and uh, so I'm not. I'm speaking about this very sacredly, I will say, Um, or very respectfully. That's what I was going for. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are born without the use of their limbs from birth onward. You now having to have experienced what twenty-one years of your life. You were yeah. twenty-one, right? So yeah, twenty-one years of your life walking, running, playing sports, um, well, playing sports with arms and legs, right. uh, so on and so forth, uh, all that stuff, and then no longer having the use after just what is it now? Three years ago? Yeah. What is that like? And and, and how do you cope <clears throat> with that now? Because I mean, that's obviously like the thought of losing my legs is scary. So for you, like, how do you yeah. cope with it?
1: No, it's yeah. it's crazy, honestly. Like it took a long time to kind of get used to it for sure. I I wouldn't I wouldn't look or touch my legs for the longest time cuz that like touching my legs and not feeling anything.
0: Yeah. Scary.
1: Like it's it's weird. Like if you want to know what it feels like, it's like if you were to touch your buddy's leg and like squeeze their knees or whatever, but it's your own. Like yeah. you can't feel it but but it's happening. It's so weird. <laughs> Like when earlier, you probably saw, or maybe didn't see, but Monson like tapped my leg a little bit and I was like, ow, he's like, you didn't even feel it. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just weird. Yeah. And so that part was really hard. But once I kind of came to terms with that and learning, like, because I just did physical therapy for forever and ever. Right. So coming to learn how to balance, how to get dressed, how to like put my arms out in front of me without falling forward. in the wheelchair. Yeah, how to pop these wheelies and Sick all that wheelies. kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's always fun watching someone else try and do a wheelie and they always end up on their backs. It's <laughs> even Monson's. Especially his backs a couple of times.
0: Yours, yours goes back fast.
1: Yeah. It I've got, quick. yeah, it's fun. Okay. Well, but yeah, the adjustments, it's really hard. It was, it was really, really hard. My mom said, and bless her soul, she is amazing. Like mm-hmm. I love her to pieces. When she came down, we had to make the decision, do we keep him in, in Utah to heal because it's, it's more expensive or we take him to Canada where it's free, right? right. And Canada was totally willing to take us. Yeah. So my mom's like, honestly, you can heal physically anywhere, but emotionally, like, that's the hardest. Yeah. And all my friends were down here. And after that first night of seeing all those people coming in, she's like, we can't take him away from this. Like it will ruin him. Yeah. And so she made that, that call nice and early. And honestly, that was the biggest thing for me wow. was being able to heal emotionally and just having that support constantly. There were only two days when I had zero visitors come to me. Really? I mean, my mom was there 24 seven, like the saint that she is. She slept on the most uncomfortable, like fold out, chair, couch thingy yeah. that you aren't even supposed to sleep on, right? Because it's just not ideal. Yeah, Yeah. she just wouldn't leave my side. But apart from her, there are only those two days where I had no one else come. Wow. Yeah.
0: Only two out of the whole time you were there. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, and that was probably really hard for her, too. I mean, well, not just being there, but having you be in Utah. She's obviously away from your dad. Yeah. Um, away from the rest of the niños at
1: home. She couldn't parent. She basically yeah. had to sign out. My dad had to take over everything. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. And she so. it's like
1: one of those situations where obviously as a parent
0: you're a fixer. Yeah. <laughs> but in this situation like she can't do anything other she than just be there for you.
1: Sit there and be an advocate essentially. Wow. wow. So
0: And then you, you as, as well, well. It's, it's like, like I, I want, want to be able, able to do, do something, something to fix, fix it, but like, I, yeah. I can't. It just has that to take its
1: course type deal. Yeah, I was just kind of stuck. Yeah. But the schmuck that I am. <laughs> big schmuck, big schmuck. I literally, like, as soon as I was discharged from the hospital in April, like, went to Canada, got in contact with specialists and everything to test other things that we couldn't get tested down here. Uh-huh. Um, like, I went to physical therapy in Canada, some outpatient therapy. I learned how to drive. Which is we wild. got fun time. like a car all figured out for me with hand controls, kind of sick. Pretty fun. And then I w- I was like, all right, adios, parents. I'm going to go live on my own again. <laughs> they helped me figure out a house down here. We made it accessible wild. with a couple renovations. It's like literally within like January 26th. And then it was, yeah, like my, I think my roommate got married or something like right then in like August. So middle of August I was, I was gone. I left, the, left Canada, left home back at college. Like I only withdrew from one semester of school. Wow. I Like it was, I, I'm a, I'm a psychopath. Yeah. Everyone that that's like, hears about it. They're like, why Doesn't would you sense. do that? Yeah. Like yeah, people take at least a year to like <laughs> get over something as traumatic yeah. as that. I was like, but my friends are down They <laughs> the don't want to be home. It's so boring. <laughs> So yeah. Um
0: tying that in, that mindset, um, I like that you mentioned at the beginning this is coming full circle. And uh this is coming full circle. I at the beginning you talked about how you go on you go skiing and every single time before you ski you say a prayer. You know? Right. Heavenly Father, we really like don't <laughs> don't let us get hurt. <laughs> yeah. Um and then prior to this, I've discussed it before for those of you, um, not of the same faith as us, or if you're not Christian, whatever, um, we both of us are part of the same church and we take, you can volunteer to take two years of your life. You go and, and serve what we call a mission where you just teach people the gospel. Um, so two years of your life away from your family, away from everywhere. I mean, he was in Mexico, I was in South Africa. And so tying that in two years of your life given to, service like, like literally forget about yourself go out and take care of other people right. for two years you come home how long had you been home after your mission
1: yeah it was like four months
0: yeah four months four months later <laughs> um and then as well just the idea like hey we pray um where do you find in, in your heart obviously i'm sure there's some point
1: where you ask like why why me like we all have. Dude, I was pissed. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was so mad. I'm like, what do you, why me? Yeah. I mean, everyone has that question, right? I'm like, this is ridiculous. Mm. Like, why did this happen to me? Like, did I choose for this to happen to me? Like before anything happened? Like before yeah. I was born, right? I tried to look at it real deep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because if I did, like, there's, why would I choose something like this? Yeah. I would never choose this or want to choose this for anyone to go through because it sucks, right? Like, yeah, I, 99% of the time I seem fine and happy and cheerful outside, which is, I just always try to keep just a fake smile as uh, at a minimum, right? right? Fake it till you make it. But yeah, I was, I was like, why? And so it took, it took a long time for me, not necessarily to get that question out of like, why? I'm sure when I'm way older, I'll be able to look back and be like, okay, this makes sense now Yeah. like this, this was why it happened. Hmm. But my mentality is more, more shifted to a point where it's like, okay, this has happened now. Like I knew the consequences of skiing. God didn't make this happen. Right. I signed waivers. They say I could even die if I ski, right? right. You know, all this stuff you fill out to get a pass somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like I knew the consequences. I played the playground and I got hurt. Hmm. It's my fault. It's not his. Right. Right? And so just kind of shifting my mentality from that. Unless there's some ulterior motive behind it, like hmm. I'm just I'm it's not that I'm the one to blame, but I can't blame anyone. There's no one to blame. Right. It was just an accident that happened. Right? Right. Like there's no point in complaining. Like it happened. Now what? How can I how can I move on, right? From this from this position yeah. I'm in. Huh. what are the next steps? Yeah.
0: And so that was kind of I mean to tie everything in again <laughs> to the podcast of course. Yeah. But so that for you, that mindset that's kind of like your life must go on moment. Totally. So you hit that moment and you say There's nothing I can do. There's nothing nobody did. Right. There's nothing that will change. Um and I assume that took a while. I don't know if you have a timeline, but like at least an idea.
1: No, as you're saying that, I, I can't pinpoint an exact moment where I was like, "All right, this is how it's going to be." Like I think it was a very, very gradual thing, right? It wasn't like flipping a light switch. Yeah, it was more like the sunrise. (laughs) Very beautiful. (laughs) Yes, very beautiful indeed. But slow. Very slow. Yeah, you gotta wake up earlier. You'll miss it. Yep. Dang dang that's so
0: crazy Hayden yeah right, look do make me cry right now I'm gonna cry on the podcast it's embarrassing um and so from going here forward in your life what are what are your goals and aspirations as I mean like you said eventually you'll get to the point where you can look back and say like you know this is why you can maybe start to pinpoint reasons why it had happened um, look back at your life. Reasons why, just so, so on and so, so forth. forth. You know, you know, you know. Yeah. Um. For you going forward with your life, what is the direction? What is the message? What is the? Because you're put in a situation, unfortunately, but fortunately, that you have a, a a big voice to people, especially people that struggle and people that go through hard things. Um. What is your goal? Like, what do you want to make of yourself? Type deal.
1: Yeah. I mean, I have like my big vision of what I'd like to do. Mm -hmm. And I shared that with you last night. Yeah, yeah. And I'll share it again in a sec, but I I think my biggest biggest thing is you can't complain. (laughs) Like you really can't. Hmm. It could be so much worse. Like even in my position, I think of how much worse it could have been. Yeah. And then if I were in those people's shoes, I'm like, it could have been even worse. There's always someone There's always who's something. worse off, yeah. whether, whether that's I within the same injury or whether that's, that's a different, different lifestyle you know, or a different you know, thing that's mentally, just a little different.
0: Emotionally, all that.
1: Right. And, and so, so, and that's another thing is like, I, I try not be to be judge. judge. Yeah. It's really hard, obviously. Because I'm know. like, oh, you're complaining about this thing? I'm like, how about you sit in a chair for a day? And we'll see if that's still something you complain about. Yeah, for real. Yeah. But... At the same time, I'm like, I, I don't have the struggles they're going through, so I yeah. can't judge. Yeah, I love, um, there's like this quote by Jordan Peterson. He's like, don't criticize, JP. don't complain. And do you remember the last C? Hmm. It's, well, let's see, criticize, complain, and I'll remember it eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember it. But condemn, don't condemn there we either. Go. There we go. And so that's something that I try and keep at the back of my mind. Obviously, I haven't recently because I can't even remember it. But, <laughs> but that's something I try not to do because you just don't know what someone's going through. 100%. Right? Yeah. Which I really enjoy because the whole part of
0: my favorite thing about what we're doing right now with The Life Must Go On, of that mentality, and, and that's a similar thing, what I try to do in my life, um, is uh, there's too much self-pity in the world today. Um, and I think it's the worst. Uh, I think everybody oftentimes, rev- you know, goes to self-pity, says, oh, well, I'm in this position because of this, and tries to blame other people or so on and so forth. But the more you pity yourself, it doesn't get you anywhere. Yeah. Um, and so that mindset, and obviously that's not saying every once in a while you can't feel a little pitiful. <laughs> everybody at one point, you know, will. that's just life. We complain. We, we get a little upset. You, you judge others. It happens. But rather than saying, woe is me and my situation sucks because of this, the mindset of my situation does suck, but there's somebody out there who has it worse than me. And so I'm gonna take you know, my situations, what I've learned in my life, and I'm gonna apply that into what's next. Totally. I'm gonna help other people. I'm going to you know lift others. And in doing so, that helps us. You know, yeah. And so that's, to me, your whole story, that whole situation, what you just explained, Um, Jordan Peterson's three C's that is life must go on to me it's not a pity party we have hard times and it's okay to accept those and acknowledge those but everybody's situation is different there's rich people I'm always I'm like I want to be rich you know we talk about that everybody wants money but there's rich people who commit suicide there's rich people who are depressed broken families broken families you know there's poor people who are happy there's poor people like you I mean, said we, we saw it exactly yeah. you were in mexico i was in south africa there's people that had literally nothing but Happiest a smile people on ever. their face exactly yeah. and so it is it is not you know it's going to come up some philosoph- philosophical but i lose my mind it's not necessarily the situations you put in but it's just what you do with them
1: yeah and i think that's one of the things that i'm trying to do so that's why I'm studying entrepreneurship, right? right. I want to, because I see so many problems every single day within my realm of the world, right? Mm-hmm. Just in the accessibility realm. And so just being able to think of solutions and stuff like that, it just makes me giddy. Like, I just yeah, to get excited. I'm like, yeah, yeah. man, we could do this and this and this and this. And so when you approached me and you're like, hey, like, do you want to partner with me on this? Like, let's let's figure something out. I'm like, absolutely. Like, let's, yeah, it's let's, cool. let's start something. <laughs> let's create an initiative and let's... Let's motivate people, let's create a community and mm-hmm. let's solve some problems out there, you know? Hundred percent. Hundred percent.
0: It's very exciting. Yeah. It is very, very exciting. It's honestly when you watch I'm a I'm a nerd when it comes to like motivational videos. <laughs> like I watch Kobe Bryant videos all the time. Yeah, he um, texts me them all the time. Because <laughs> they're sick. But uh I, I like stuff like that, you know, people that really go do all these amazing things and, and it was really difficult. And I think everybody likes that stuff. Yeah. Everybody wants that. But everybody wants the glory story but we're lazy. without the story. <laughs> and we're just all lazy. Exactly. We're so lazy. So lazy. Everybody wants the glory story but they don't want to go through the story to get the glory. Right. Not a chance. And so I in my life have tried to change my mind with what you're saying to it makes me giddy that i'm now in a position where i can come up with solutions to help other people yeah um because it makes me say this is me living my story and hopefully eventually not necessarily that i need or want the glory but that it brings glory to others through my actions totally which is hype and that's all life must go on Is yeah look bro bring it in i love you dog i love you man so excited levi are you hyped up <gasps> Levi's hyped up, we're all yeah, hyped up this We is... talk about this all Sorry, the time guys loud in the we're,
1: we're like, we're so excited To do this, So to start it up high again, high again high I'm excited to be on the show with you guys Yeah, it's gonna be awesome It's gonna be fun, um, Johnson's got some great guys lined up too Totally, you so don't even know. thank you um,
0: To wrap things up, like he said We do got some really cool guests coming on soon uh, Next week, we'll actually both Be at Disneyland <laughs> Which is gonna be really fun Yeah um, I haven't been since... I don't remember it. I, so this is like exciting. really the first time that I've ever been. Yeah. Um. So that'll be really exciting. And so next week, if we do an episode, it'll be a little shorter and a little unconventional. But it should be cool. Um. And then the week after that, we're going to have um, one of my really good buddies, Josh Brew. He's going to be coming on discussing his company called Rise, um, Rise Academy. And then the week after that, we'll have my buddy Ali. And this one's going to be fun because he was like... Uh, He did MMA he fought professional and semi-professional fights. So super sick stuff. Um, So we're going to talk about that whole situation. Anywho, that's the future for now.
1: You have anything else to say? You're all good? Yeah, I think I've said everything on my mind. You've picked my brain for about 45 minutes. And I've picked my nose too. So Mm, my
0: gosh. (laughs) All right. That's where we'll end today. But uh, we'll see y'all next week. Hype stuff. Life must go on. Woo! All (laughs) righty. Let go! Thank you